Welcome to this special Comic-Con edition of the TV Line podcast. It's Saturday night here, and we just finished a insane day of Comic-Con madness. I'm here with Kim Roots, Andy Swift, and Vlada Gelman. Podcast newbie Vlada Gelman. She's your first time. Welcome. Yeah, Vlada, thank you. So it's Saturday. We just finished a 18-hour day. Now I know how they feel on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> um, and or actual doctors. Wait, are we making Grey's Anatomy money for this weekend? Yes, you are. Oh, yes! You're, awesome. you're making I, Alan Pompeo money. Oh, I was going to say, I call Alan Pompeo's <laughs> Um So Comic-Con isn't over yet, but our uh, TV Land's interview lounge is shutting down. And for the most part, the big, big chunk of Comic-Con is over. There's some, yes. some stuff to, tomorrow. Let's talk through some of our highlights. Um, I'll start uh, because one just happened like two hours ago when I was interviewing the cast of Arrow. And I mentioned um, uh, because uh, I had heard about Michael Emerson joining the cast, but the news was embargoed until it was announced at the panel. So I brought it up in the interview and it was the first time Stephen Amell and many of the other cast members had heard it and their reaction was insane. Like they flipped out. It was so cool just to get that sort of real, raw reaction from Steve Amell, who was just completely flipped out because he's a huge Michael Anderson fan. Well, especially so many of these casts do so many interviews during this weekend that depending on when you get them during the day, mm-hmm. it's not that they don't mean what they say, it's not that they're, but sometimes they're just a little bit on autopilot by the time you get them. Not yep. that the Aerocast was, but I'm just saying this like snapped everybody right into the present. Yep. It's fun. Well, they're either on autopilot or, as I noticed, uh, this is uh, a lot of my interviews came at the end of the day, and they are just so Exhausted. loopy. Oh, yeah. Or as as uh, Supergirl star Jeremy Jordan put it, loopy poopy, <laughs> which he then turned into some sort of song. You'll see it in the video. Which the, they all started singing, right? I mean, you can't have the cast of you can't have Melissa <laughs> Benoist, Jeremy Jordan, Chris Wood. You have to make them sing. Yeah. Starts from the next Supergirl Flash musical crossover, I assume. I mean, loopy I, poopy. <laughs> the, the villain Loopy Poopy. Um, I'm feeling a little Loopy Poopy, so all the videos and interviews are starting to blend in. But the other highlight for me was obviously talking to Dulé Hill and James Rode from Psych, who just give me so much shit, and I love it. And I, <laughs> and I give it right back. Um, but Dulé just giving me a hard time for asking questions and trying to get scoop at James. Uh, about the the psych movie is an absolute highlight. Just I immensely enjoyed myself um, with the two of them, and it was so nice having them back at Comic Con after not being here last year because Psych ended and they were gone. And, and honestly, when I heard that the Psych movie was happening, the first thing I thought of was, "Oh my God, I hope that means they come to Comic Con." <laughs> and they did, Yay. and they lived up to my expectations. Awesome, Kim. So I tried not to fangirl about. Especially about things on cover, because you can't really be professional and do that. But Diana Gabaldon came to the suite for the Outlander interview, and that was unexpected. She was not originally on the list. She's, she's the author? She's the author of the Outlander books. And I had to like take myself aside for a moment and have a little talk with myself about how I should not say anything stupid to this person whose work I've like memorized after rereading and rereading. So I, do, I did not make a fool of myself, yay. Um, it, it was just so cool to have her in the suite and to have like this new version of the work. It's, it's just so cool to me that, that people are enjoying it, this thing that I love. And I got really excited talking to Sam Hewen and Katrina Balfe about 
all the good stuff that's coming up, and we talked print shop, and I don't know. It was, was a just, great interview. Also. Thank you. It was a really good interview, and 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 fan, hardcore fans really seemed to enjoy it well as well. Did you have a chance to like pull Diana aside and like tell her, you know that? So you're I a fan. Yeah, I did. I debated because you know you never know how that's going to go. I feel like. Folks like that really appreciate it. You can't do it here. You can't do it anywhere. That's true. But, but Vlada, I was very worried about how sometimes things just come out of my mouth and I can't take them back when when it's She doesn't work in the New York office. She doesn't know that like we do. So I was just, yeah. But I just told her very, that I was, you know, a very big fan of her work. I'd read her books a lot. And um, she was very gracious about it. And I don't think we're besties. She's not going to, you know, like follow me on Instagram or anything. But um, it was a nice little little start to the interview. So Nice. That is nice. What always blows my mind is we just have so many casts like coming in, coming through. Even if it's not a show I watch or a show I cover, just like turning around and seeing like a random person that I like will internally freak out over. For me, one of them was Gene Smart in the yeah. the uh, Legion. Oh, when they mm-hmm. came in, because it's like I don't, I'm not keeping up with Legion, so I forgot she was even on it. But then, just like suddenly, you're in the presence of like a designing woman, and you're like, <laughs> like it, it takes you takes you back like a second, and then you have to like return to Earth. Andy was um, anxiously awaiting the arrival of Alana Glazer oh, and Abby yeah. Jacobs, and then I didn't even talk to them. You, why didn't you talk to them? There's no... I, I just... I enjoy them from a distance. Oh, okay. Like like when you're at the zoo. You yeah. You have to talk to the animals. That was one interview, because I love Broad Sydney and I love both of them, that I lost track of time. Yeah. Like, we literally were just having a conversation that I didn't want to end. You know? And some of those interviews, I end and I'm like, God... I would love to just go out to dinner with these people because yeah. yeah. it would be so much fun. I wish it didn't have to stop. I wish, you know, people weren't knocking on the door because there's another interview coming. Um, they were both awesome, though, yeah. and and I asked them, spoiler alert, to give me some fun, a fun little uh, outtake for our highlight Comic-Con reel that we always oh, post at the end, and they gave me something really super silly. But memorable moments, you moderated the originals panel, which you didn't know going in it was going to be the farewell panel, and and it turned into one. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I I got assigned the uh, to to moderate the originals panel a couple of weeks ago. You got assigned. You're so modest. (laughs) You got chosen because you are extremely good at moderating and know the show very well. I was chosen to moderate um, a couple of weeks ago, and all I knew was like season five. How fun! We'll talk about about that. Um, then all this news started to break, you know, characters coming back, and then the big one, you know, I think two days before, uh, you know, Julie Plek announced that it was going to be the final season, so suddenly it went from just, like, a season five panel to the farewell panel, which, uh, was really exciting going into it. I was like, we're going to have a good time, it's going to be great, the last laughs, there was not as much laughter as there were tears, (laughs) and it was, going into it, Julie was like, you know, the Vampire Diaries cast, they were the emotional ones. Yeah. The originals are, you know, they're adults. They're serious. Like, they're just going to move on. Next job. But I asked them, I was like, what are you going to carry? You know, what are you going to carry in your heart, like, moving forward? And as they went down the line, they all just sort of started to tear up. And then Charles Michael Davis, who is the last one that I thought would get, you know, super emotional, just broke down. He's bawling on stage. <laughs> he can't, he, he's just like, he's like, I, lo- I love you guys. And like, it might have been like the first time he said that, but like, it was. It, it triggered was, a tsunami of tears. And everybody was crying. And Did you was, cry? I, you know, I, I, my like adrenaline is pumping when I'm on <laughs> yeah, stage. Right, exactly. So like, no, you know, no, no crying for me, but um, 
it was the last question too. So then immediately afterwards, I was like, let's light it up with some fan questions. So yeah, yeah that was definitely definitely a highlight for me. You are and, the Barbara Walters of the Originals Comic Con experience. <laughs> and then after that, they came in here for the sweet interview. And last year, you had the very final Vampire Diaries cast interview. Was that the same this year? I do. I, they might have had one more after, but I don't oh. think so. I think I think I was their last one. They like couldn't remember. That's how loopy they were. Okay. Um, but but I, I am known as the closer. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of them referred to me as Kira Sedgwick. So <laughs> we are all good on that. Front. So if Vlada has been, I think you logged the most time in the convention center yes. out of all oh, of yeah. us. Which you deserve your own award. Uh-huh. <laughs> Battle pay and stuff. Snaps for yeah. blood. Oh, yeah, snaps there's an blood. imprint of my ass in a ballroom 20 seat right now. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, go ahead. Give us give us the scoop. Like, what was your favorite panel? Like, what was a good moment you experienced? I feel like like the DC stuff, which I just got out of, is always really fun because there's a lot of energy for those shows, and they always have some cool announcements. But I think my highlight is yet to come. It's probably going to be tomorrow because it's the supernatural panel. And between like the Scooby Doo crossover, the potential spin off, and now the final like, season. The <laughs> no final season. I don't expect that for at least, you know, another year. Um, I think they're going to have some stuff to talk about. So I think that's going to be a, an eventful panel. And they always have the best gag reel of all the shows at Comic Con. So I think that's going to be probably the the highlight of my comic-con experience that's amazing for a show that's been on as long and so many comic-con panels you've gone for them that's the one you look forward to that's a lot speaking of a show that feels like it's been on forever um the once upon a time panel for me it was one of the few panels that i went to like i i did more you know sweet time than than panel time Mm -hmm. but i loved it i it was like the kind of thing where you went into it not knowing what to expect because the show itself is doing such a big shake-up right they were so honest about that like they, two references. One, um, they said they're introducing a new Alice, a new Alice in Wonderland because, quote, no one watched the spinoff. Which, <laughs> which was, which was... Who said that exactly? Uh, one of the... That sounds like oh, Eddie Quinn. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Kisses, yeah. Because he was like, like he was like, nobody, like, no, which was, I don't know if you guys don't know, but it was uh, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, which... <laughs> I literally totally forgot that that even existed. I was on that set in Vancouver. Oh my gosh, I sometimes think about it. Um, and then the other thing he said was one of the actors um, who plays adult Henry now, he got to know them because he was on the freeform show Dead of Summer, which also famously kind of went the way of Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. And they made that joke. They they were like, uh, he was like, yeah, we, we met him on Dead of Summer, which I encourage you to go back and revisit. He was, like, he was basically like, it's better than maybe you thought. Like, it, was, it was like a really funny, self-deprecating panel that, that I, I thought was funny. And my voice just cracked, which means I'm... Completely. You're growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Coming into your own and totally grown up. So wait, can I tell you about a panel that did a complete turnaround for me? Yeah. The Westworld panel, nothing, you know, that show is so mired in secrecy. I didn't expect a ton of news to come out of it. And for about 55 minutes or whatever it was, it was awesome listening to them talk, but nothing really came out. And then all of a sudden, they put, they're like, oh, we have a little footage. They've been shooting for what, like a week, two weeks, mm-hmm. not even that much. And the footage they showed was so good. Really? Yes. It was like like the park is completely taken over by the hosts. People are dying. Um, there's a shot of Evan Rachel Wood riding a horse and shooting at like t- at 
uh, guests in the oh it's so good wow it's so good I highly recommend you guys go to tvland.com and watch the uh, the trailer because it is well worth it's like 10 seconds or 15 seconds that's really worth your time and really coming cool. up in a, a couple days but this probably go up on Monday morning so it may already be up by then but uh, our Westworld uh, cast interviews yeah. the cast is so big we had two separate interview interviews here um, in our suite and got some scoop on the Westworld souvenir shop <gasps> that we've never seen. And by scoop, I mean we played around <laughs> of what's in the shop. <laughs> and by played around, I mean we made stuff. <laughs> uh, uh, going back to the just the footage aspect of Comic Con, which is uh, you know a big thing. Um, the Game of Thrones trailer, the little sort of teaser. When when uh, Daenerys and Melisandre like seeing them face to face, these are just two characters that like I, I get excited anytime two characters who have never mm-hmm. come face to face, especially on that show, you know, finally do. I that that gave me some some chills. Mm. Yeah, that show is all the ladies are just kicking ass on that show. I, I love how in the first yeah. few seasons it was just boobs, and now they're like <laughs> running everything. It's awesome. <sighs> Wait, Andy. Yeah. Oh, has it, has it come to me? Now is the time. You so, yeah, so most of our, you know, most of the casts that pass through here at Comic-Con are incredible, and they all get along, and everybody's awesome. Occasionally, you have a moment where you witness something that's a little icky. <laughs> I, wit- I witnessed something. <laughs> something icky. Was, uh, we actually, we all, we all did. Us, most yeah. of us witnessed it, and uh, it was... A little uncomfortable um, and explained a lot. It did explain a lot. Um, yeah, so basically it was uh, an interview that we did. Um, it, you know, before the interview began, um, there was some, some tension <laughs> between uh, members of the, I would say, members of the cast as well as... Just the whole group. Yeah, just the whole, the whole, the whole crew. Um, came together in the end, but, but yeah. it's always... It's always uh, uncomfortable to see uh that yeah i immediately because we our studio is in um a uh is in the spa the hard rock spa i immediately went into the showers and i washed myself uh, of all of the filth that was enveloping me and then I climbed onto, I went on the floor, crouched in a fetal position, and I rocked myself in the shower. <laughs> for, and, for the record, <laughs> I'm clearly not as good at explaining blind items as, as Michael is, but I will say that there was yelling. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was yelling. There was yelling. It's, it's, what's interesting to me, though, is that in, in a weekend like this, where there is, there's so much logistics that the cast and the people that, it's not just the cast, the reps and the hair and makeup mm-hmm. people, you know, there's a lot of people that go into making sure the trains run on time. And for us, it's Rebecca Iannucci, who is far and away this master scheduler. Rebecca used to work for us full time. She still works for us on a, as a freelancer yeah. now, but she comes, she's our, she's our sweet scheduler. She's our sweet manager. She's our sweet extraordinaire. She's our sweet angel. She just kind of makes everything. Yeah, well, it's pushing it. She's a, she's our sweet high priestess anyway um, <laughs> but so and on the on the whole it's kind of amazing how things don't fall apart right right so when even when they when they start to show the signs that they might we we get very like we're like Ooh, right you know? yeah, so yeah, yeah. but you're right it's like it's shocking that it doesn't happen more 
because you have so many personalities and, and it's a stressful situation because everybody's under a time crunch mm-hmm. um, and so many handlers and so much mm-hmm. going on. It, it's kind of amazing that we're walking away from this with just one of those experiences right? Um, instead of a, a dozen, um, you know. Wait, can I just, I know this is last year, but do you remember when Jamie Lee Curtis told everyone to shut the fuck up? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you back. Stopped an interview, opened the door. And we kept it in the yes, video. Yeah, you guys can see it on the site from last year and yelled into the main area for everyone to Maybe we should just hire her to be like her. Our show. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know plays is over. Yeah. Yeah. She clearly uh, has, has no other jobs. Um, of course. <laughs> One of my favorite things, uh, just again, because we have so many casts coming in and out, is when two casts will overlap and yeah. we'll kind of bump into oh, each other. Yeah. Reunions. Yeah, well, yeah. reunion. I mean, for one, like, you know, uh, The Fear of the Walking Dead was coming in right as Teen Wolf was leaving, and there's a guy in Fear of the Walking Dead who used to be on Teen Wolf, so I immediately I was just like, you're getting together for a picture, like, mm-hmm. get in there. Um, it's on our Instagram. Instagram.com slash TV line. And yeah, I mean, it's just, I, it's fun to see worlds collide. It's like a, like a TV cool. line. We bring people together. Oh, wait, I have another moment that I don't think I told you guys about. I was sitting in the editing room with our amazing editor, Jason. Favorite. Yeah. Favorite. Um, and he was doing his thing and I was working and Seth Rogen wandered in <laughs> and was just kind of like looking, like he, there was a few minutes, um, Michael was in another interview. So there was a few minutes before um, his, his interview started and he was just kind of like tooling around and doing that laugh of his. It was so bizarre. And, and I didn't know, I wanted to make him feel comfortable, but I didn't want him to think I was just talking to him because he's Seth Rogen. And so he was saying how weird it is in this spot area. And I was like, yeah, it's, it, there's no windows. It kind of makes you crazy after a little while. He's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I can do it. And then he like ambled out of the room. And I, that was, so that's my moment with oh, Seth Rogen. It was, yeah. That's you know, your Seth Rogen impression. That was, I know, I can't do the laugh. <laughs> What's his laugh like? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's become a circus clown. I think we need more weed to make it. I want to give a a quick shout out to, um, there's a lot of really cool activations here, which, I mean, they clearly spent a lot of time and money and effort on them, and they're they're really impressive. I did a couple. I did um, Once Upon a Time today. I sort of fighted with Hook. That was fun. Uh, Kim and I went to the Game of Thrones oh, one yeah. and, you know, became Queens of Winterfell mm-hmm. and sat on the Iron Throne. King of the North, sorry. <laughs> no, no, the line for that one was really long yeah. all weekend. Yeah. I heard the Westworld one was amazing. I, I know, the Westworld it. one was so good that I couldn't even get into it <laughs> after, uh, after a while. Yeah, and um, you did the Outlander booth in the... Yeah, uh, I took a little tour of it. It wasn't so much an activation as you just go into the booth and you mm-hmm. get a shirt or tote bag. That was... A great setup though, and they had a lot of Outlander extras walking around. Awesome. A lot of shirtless men. <laughs> that seems to be the trend now. It's like it's not just over at the convention center now. No. It's like the, it's like an amusement park over here in the Gaslamp District, yeah. and I think that part of it's only going to get bigger and bigger. Well, that's yeah. so cool for people who can't afford the pass to, to Comic-Con. Right. You can still yeah, be here go. and be part of the scene yep. and do cool things. Or can afford the pass, but just can't get in. True. Well, there are huge lines for the activations, too. It's insane. Like, there were people lined up for Game of Thrones the night before the activation oh opened. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. By the way, Broad City had an activation, and they had a room that was a coloring book with, like, paint cans, and you just color the walls. Andy, what are you doing tonight? (laughs) (laughs) I know what I'm doing first thing in the morning. (laughs) All right, thanks guys so much. This was a great Comic-Con. All of our incredible coverage is on tvline.com, including 
beautiful photos shot by Michael Buckner. Um, oh, yeah, Some incredible gorgeous. photography. Check it out. And we'll be continuing to roll out videos from our sweet interviews throughout the week. Um, so continue to check out. But anyway, thanks, everybody. Happy Comic-Con 2017. Yay! Yay!